Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hey everyone, Salam. Welcome to Amalia Works From Home. Selena, Nafisa and I have decided to stream our morning meetings where we check in with each other while social distancing, share our reflections and try to keep up the morale during these uncertain times. This episode is brought to you by LaunchKid, who are making it easier to support incredible causes that are changing the world. This year, you can automate your donations so that you're giving a small amount every day and doing a daily good deed. Visit launchgood.com to find out more. In this episode, we're reflecting on our first two weeks of Ramadan in quarantine, the importance of renewing our intentions and how we're trying to spread out the act of giving this month. We're also sharing a story of a sensitive nature linked to the COVID-19 virus for those listeners who may wish for a heads up. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us all to complete Ramadan. I mean, all of our love and du'as. I listened to this, yeah? Three doctors who criticised Russia's coronavirus response, have fallen out of windows and only one survived. Are you for real? I mean, let's not say anything about, you know, our USSIA. What's everyone been doing? Weekend, Ramadan, how's it all going, people? Um, oh, it's I don't know. Right. I just, I really don't know. You know what it is? It's just very, you know what it is? It's unfamiliar. Yeah. It doesn't... It's not that it doesn't feel like Ramadan. It feels like Ramadan, but I'm like, am I doing it right? Because there's I know that I know so that, much maybe. absence of the community, which is such a big part of my Ramadan. Obviously, yeah, you can you know do a just giving page and this and that, but it's it's really not the same. Um, Honestly, and I'm sorry, Allah, for all the times I complained about the mosque or the sisters in the mosque, Allah. Please, can you open the mosque again so we can go, please? I, mean, I really miss it. Mm. I miss all the Somali aunties at, at my local mosque. I was about to give my location away there. Um, at my local mosque, who always would give me the sweet, sweet tea they would give me. And I, I miss you guys so much. I miss the auntie shouting at us to fill in the gaps and move forward. I, I never thought I'd say that. It's true. I though, hope the auntie's okay. Inshallah. I mean, protect Does all the, the She is a key worker of the mosque. It's true. Mm. You know, I just want to take this du'a to protect all the aunties that ever shouted us in the masjid for our, our trousers being too short or wearing trousers. You know, <laughs> you know, may Allah protect you. I miss you too. And next time I see you, watch she shouting at me. I'm going to give you a big hug. <laughs> but no, my Ramadan. I feel like it's it's difficult because a lot of my ibadah is not. Obviously, everything is about that, but a lot of my things like reading the Quran, doing extra salah is reserved for the night when the kids are kind of asleep and stuff. And sometimes, you know, you get to the end of the day and like, I just want to crawl into bed. Um, I'm, after like, Isha I'm salah. really struggling. Um, you know, after Iftar, 
I feel so tired. Yeah. And so I have been trying to maximize my day for I've been doing that each day on and off. So my, I max, try and maximize my day to read the Quran and do worship. And then every other day I'm staying up prop the yeah. whole night till Sahur and then using that time as like catch up time and then uh, the next night I'm like tired so I go to sleep early after Isha and then I'm like trying to do a cycle like that that's good um but yeah it's all right I feel like I need to do a bit more varied acts of worship because I see it as like spread betting you never know which one's gonna like get you spread betting she actually (laughs) likes it Ibadah hey, to spread bit. Bit of dhikr here, bit of tarawih here, bit of Quran here, bit of, you know, feed the fasting here. You never know which one's going to be accepted. Guys, I know we're not meant to, um, we're not here to promote launch good, but I just signed up for their each day of giving thing because you know what keeps happening to me, right? Every single day I have the attention, I'm like, okay, I'm going to give it to this charity today. And then for whatever reason, it doesn't happen. Or I can't find my, my card and it, it, the day goes, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, I keep on missing it. And I have been a bit averse to doing the whole automated giving because I'm like, do you still get the reward of like, I don't know, do you know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. such a different concept. And let's see how it goes for this month. And I just feel at least now, like even in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, okay, I've sorted for tonight mm-hmm. who I'm giving to. Tomorrow, it's, then they'll prompt you as well. Like you make a list of the charities you want to give to. Um, and then it basically it goes through that list. Um, so yeah. So why will it prompt you tomorrow? Because it'll prompt me to to say, oh, this is the next charity in the list that you want to give to. Oh, that's really so good. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still on the journey, so it might be like, do I want to change it or something like that? But to be honest, this won't make the podcast because it's not for the cause. But I um I struggle with it only because I feel like part of um, me giving to charity if I'm making that one intention for, okay, this is my next 10 nights, mm. I feel like, um, like what if that one intention wasn't the right intention? And mm. so actually what I could have 10 chances to renew my intention. Mm. Do you see yeah, what so I mean? You can do, that's yeah. why I kept my, yeah. that's why I was and, but that's why where you said it prompts you, then I guess that prompt could be a moment for you to renew your intention. Exactly. So, like, the, I say three pounds, but really it's two pounds and then seventy-five p for admin. Yeah. Or something. Like, like admin fees at Malia, remember? <laughs> Not too much though. Don't be taking advantage of that. <laughs> um, but yeah. So the reason why I set it that low is because I would also try to strive to give charity on that specific day, because you know causes come up, and I do feel like. Mm. And the thing is, enough in terms of intention as well. We never know. You know, we never know what is counting. And the thing is, enough in terms of intention as well, we never know. You know, we never know what is counted, what is not. I was listening to a talk um, yesterday, and subhanAllah, it was just um, saying that when we are called and our deeds are brought forth, some people won't have a single Ramadan. And then we'll be like, oh, but hang on, we, we fasted. We, we've been observing Ramadan. It's like, but it wasn't, you didn't fast with the right intention. You mm. didn't observe Ramadan as it, it should be. And I'm like, right, imagine. You know when you do a lot. It's like you do a, co- a piece of coursework or a dissertation and it deletes. Oh, and there's a lot. You might, you might be like, oh, but I prayed like all my life. Mm. And, but actually yeah. only some of it has been weighed as goodness for you. 
my god I, I would be sh- it'd be literally you know that moment where your course it deletes and like no but but i swear i did it all can you imagine can you imagine oh may allah accept all of our fasts and prayers and good I, mean, I mean so i started I'm... again yesterday and i did a new plan for myself um and i'm going to recommend everyone to do this as well it's something called um behind the scenes journaling that you do at the end of the day so you know how you do your to-do list and your targets at the beginning of the day and there's something that I do for homeschooling with the kids. I make a list of things they've done in the day. And there might be something really small, like I should learn to strike a match and light a candle yesterday. That's not something I was like, I should learn to strike a match and, and you know what I mean, light a candle. But she learned to do that. So I write that down as at the end of the day. And it's something that you can do in your day for Ramadan. Like you might have done things that you didn't plan to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately, you will never know if you've done enough we just have to keep on striving it's so hard isn't it it is it is i I felt a bit ashamed of myself because um a very 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 lovely friend of mine dropped off a huge box of dates mashallah Mm. and i had all these dates and i was like i have to go and give them out to people and i was like i really should just drop a box off for every one of my neighbors yeah and i was like I don't know who any of them are. And then that thing that um, you or Sheila told me that the Prophet Muhammad said that distance. you have to, yeah, like 14, how, like 14 neighbours either side of you that you have to take care of. And I'm like, fam, I know there's two Muslim families on my road, at least I don't know who they are. And I felt really like, when you were speaking about the varied acts of Ibadah, I, that was like my version of it. Yeah, and then I got, and then I just like stalled because I was like, yeah, I mean, it's amplified by COVID because you know they can disinfect the box and everything, but I still don't want to scare people by putting, like, having a random person put something on their doorstep. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm still kind of like, if if that wasn't there, I would be scared enough. I would be scared, but I'd I'd, like I'd probably still do it. But Mm. um. Yeah, I don't know. What you what you could do is if it's about how do I help and look after my neighbours, you could just um I've seen people doing little notes where they just write, Hi, I live at number blah blah. If you need any help, um feel free to knock on my door and here's the things I can do for you. Um so like it could be fetch shopping, fetch prescriptions, um and just being able to like you know just be like oh if you need like something small if you're vulnerable if you're elderly like i can help get sugar for you That's or whatever so sweet oh so, such a lovely idea yeah. yeah there you go there's a creative thank way you. thank you very much um i yesterday actually started a i'm gonna brand it millennial and call it a dua journal but basically it's the list of duas um because I feel like my uh, quality of du'a is very poor and it's very like, oh, remember that person must make du'a for them. But, you know, it's not like considered, um, which is fine. Like sometimes your spontaneous du'a might be most heartfelt, but I feel like I needed to put, put a bit more effort. So I just started a notebook and off the top of my head, I started making like writing stuff like and I think over time, I will, inshallah, try and theme them into, like, maybe people that have passed away, mm. people who are going through hardship at the moment, personal things, um, things that I want for myself and my loved ones for the Akira, mm. general ummah, blah, 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 and start um, theming them. Because I think 
it's just so you know like there'll be that sister that says i'll make dua for me and then you might make dua for them but and then i'll I'll just like do it once but actually yeah yeah to to carry on and to have a mental note of it like even like the sister that wrote the piece about her dad passing you know like what's the piece sarah the cutest piece on the site it's the latest piece it's called what's in a samosa losing our dad to covid and navigating our first ramadan without him it, she she reached out to me on my personal email and she's like hi nafisa my dad passed away on like april the 19th and it's my first ramadan without him we've been really hugely upset um and she was like some one of my friends recommended I write through the pain she was like I've never really written before but I wanted to honor him in some way so would I be able to write a piece about him it is so beautiful and it is that beautiful mix of like deep emotion light-hearted humor funny like it just takes you on such it's so beautiful mashallah oh she's got pictures and the way she describes her dad like she talks about her um his love languages being like fruit and it is so cute it reminds me just of my dad she's bengali and it reminds me just of my dad and it's about how like in the first time in 15 years they're not having samosas because he'd make them he'd like fold them and sit there making them it'll so make it sad. easy for all of them being able to write that and it's only it's so a couple I, of weeks when i was reading it i was like okay i'm gonna have to like be really mindful of my edit because she was like to me be as ruthless as you want like i haven't thought about editorial guidelines you know i just really want help to make it a good piece blah 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 so she'd already like given me like the precursor of like don't worry about it mm, mm. and then when i went into it i was like wow this is like a really good piece on Amalia, we do have a piece um, with a list of some du'as for the deceased that you could um, say. Um, I was listening to a talk by Omar Suleiman, who is really, he's really brung it this Ramadan. <laughs> brother has just really, you know. He's and just he's passed the mic as well. He's passed the mic a lot. But he did a talk. Guys, and he replied to our DMs. Did I saw that? that. I saw that. We got Sahib. We got Sahib Web. And Omar Suleiman in the DMs. Like, so Omar Suleiman's replied to us on Twitter before. <laughs> he has like one of my favorite. Omar Suleiman does know about Amalia. Okay, so his talk was about not all devils are locked up in Ramadan, and it just talks about how the big, big ones, the big shayateen, obviously locked up, but the big, big shayateen have got the little. Is it shayateen? Shayateen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Shayateen. Shayateen. <laughs> Shayateen. 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 Just say it how you said, Shalu. You said Shayateen. Yes. Anyway, the big, big um, Shayateen are locked up. and um, But obviously the little ones are out and about doing the work for the big ones. <laughs> he was just saying, like, it, the, the Shayateen might encourage you to, and give you this waswasad to abandon your prayers, abandon your Quran, spend that extra 10 minutes on social media that will suck out your life um but ultimately it's up to you and for, for what what um these little shayateen hate as well is um acts of sadaqah is literally like stuffing their mouths they hate it they dislike it so much 
So give inside the cut and do lots of dikir because they won't come near you if you're just constantly in remembrance, you know, reading your Quran. Those little people, or those little shayateen won't come near you, basically. When we leave Ramadan, we also leave those little uh, shayateen behind as well. Inshallah. Ameen. Inshallah. Ameen. And keep going, guys. Keep going. I'm totally talking to myself. <laughs> Just keep going, everybody. May we all be granted Hajj and Umrah, inshallah. So you know what? I've got my Hajj jar yeah, on my um on my shelf, and I have to admit, like near the end, I started getting a bit, you know, um, what's the word? A bit complacent. Like I should be like, oh, mama, I need this for school. I be like, oh, okay, let me just take some money out of the Hajj jar, and it with the intention to put it back. You know, when you're shortchanged mm. at that moment, and now I'm just like wow like wow subhanallah can't even be booking hajj can't even you know what's mad things like that i feel like like i wanted to go to umrah right and it's mad that i was i thought the only thing between me and umrah was whether i wanted to go or not Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean like the only barrier that would stop would be if i was like no don't want to go you're laughing at yourself isn't it bye y'all See you later. You know what? Please make dua for us, please. Yeah, because sometimes we need it. Every time. Please make dua. To me, Aisha, Isa, all of the Amalia writers, everybody on Amalia, the team, everybody. All right. I love you very much, everybody. See you. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of Amalia Works From Home. Every now and then we partner with companies to bring you sponsored content. This helps us keep going at Amalia. We strive to ensure we maintain the same integrity that keeps you engaged in our non-sponsored content. If you enjoy our episodes and want to support our production, head on over to amalia.com support. Like, share, subscribe and we'll see you on the next one.